It's on the rise with Benny. And as one of my very first guests on this segment, um, I have someone very special here with me today. And he is not your typical on the rise artist, I guess you would say. He is a songwriter and he has written, I like to, I like to call him the man behind the music, but he has written probably some of your favorite songs that you listen to every single day in the car. Um, he's written some songs, this little one he's written. I don't know if you guys will know it. It's called last night by Morgan Wallen. It's just, it's just not really charting or anything, <laughs> but um, he's written songs. This town's been too good to us. Dylan Scott, think about me, Morgan Wallen, basically everything on the dangerous album and his, his new album as well. But he obviously has written these songs with other people as well, but John Byron, thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. And just, I'm really excited to chat. What's up, Benny? I appreciate you having me. I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, of course. So I guess for all the people listening, you and I are kind of in that music industry and we understand these things, but kind of to start it off, give me just who are you? Where are you from? What does your life kind of look like? Give the people a good picture of yourself. So I'm John. I'm John Byron. Actually, uh, most people uh, in like my personal life know me as JB. JB. I just I just <laughs> going by J, I just stopped going by JB because I mumble really bad if you can't tell. So whenever I was like, "Yo, I'm JB," like, "Ah, Jamie, nice to meet you." I'm like, "Crap!" Like, "No, nah, I'm Jamie." Rough. So I had to start going by John Byron. Um, but yeah, I'm from I'm from Nashville. I'm what they call a unicorn. So you know, I'm the magical creature just running around the. You're from Nashville. Native dog. Born and raised in Nashville. Born and raised. Boots on the ground. Nashville. Wow. Great. You don't yeah. meet a lot of those people these days. Uh, look at me. I'm special. Yours, so, yours. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I was born there and uh you know when I was when I was uh 14, 15, I started getting into music and and so I just I went to Belmont, uh which is like a music school. If anyone has ever heard of heard of Belmont, it's like if you want to be in the country music industry, you usually go to you try to go to Belmont University in Nashville and and um, cause it's like a nice little feeder program into the industry. And so, um, so, you know, I grew up and, and since I was 14, 15, I pretty much always knew I was going to go to Beaumont. Um, my mama went there and so I was like, all right, this is it. This is what we're doing. And, uh, so I've never left, you know, I try, I mean, obviously I travel a lot, but, um, I've always, I've always lived in Nashville my whole life for 28 years. Wow. Well, that's, yeah, you are a unicorn for sure. I didn't even know that. Um, but so, you know, you are a songwriter. And like I said, when I first started, this was um, there's so many different parts of the music industry. And a lot of people, they view these artists, they think, okay, they write these songs, like everything that they're singing, they think that, oh, they probably write that. Or I don't really think me specifically until I started doing the music stuff, I didn't, in, in, until I moved to Nashville, I didn't really understand the difference between a songwriter, an artist, a performer, you have people that do both and you have people that only sing. And so what kind of, what's the difference between songwriting and singing and how would you describe an artist? Would you say that's a, a songwriter and a performer? Kind of give me, give me the background of how you would, how, how you think they're different. Yeah, no, I mean, I, so you got, you got songwriter, you got just songwriters, you know, who, who are there to help craft the songs and write the songs and don't really want to be in the spotlight because it's not really their thing or it's just that's not where their their path has led them and you have you have artists who you know we refer to really any singer um any personality as an artist you know what i mean and, and 
if you're an artist, I, I don't think you have to be a writer. You know, I don't think you have to be a good singer. I think it's just you have to know um, you have to know yourself and what your brand is and what your art is. And, and like so George Strait, one of the biggest of all time, he didn't write his songs, but he has the most number ones in history. And if people are going to tell me that he ain't an artist because he didn't write his own songs, you know, I, I'd say you're you're kind of dumb because yeah. I mean, like because George Strait is one of the greatest artists of all time. And um, and so that, I think the thing with an artist is you, you got to know the brand that you want to portray. You know what I mean? You got to know how you want to connect to your audience. And just because you didn't write a song doesn't mean that you can't hear a song and be like, this is what I want to be. Is this song, this is what I want to portray to people. This is what I want to get out. This is the message I want to share with people. Um, you know what I mean? And so like um, you have songwriter artists, you have singer songwriters, you know, people have seen a little singer dash songwriter, whatever. And so you have some of those, like my favorites are, are Morgan and, and I tell people Morgan and, and TR, Thomas Rhett, they're two of the best uh, artist writers that I know. Um, and most artists these days are writing um, yeah. their own, you know, um, but they're two of the best that I know because, you know, they started really as just songwriters. Um, like, like, like TR and Morgan both have hits on other people that they just wrote as songwriters before they had hits themselves. Um and that a lot of people don't know that, but, but um, that's, that's their background. They came from doing that. And then through that, they were like, yeah, man, I want to like, I want to have my own voice. I want people to hear me sing it. And I want to like, you know, I want to share this stuff on the stage and all that. And so, um, and so there's, you know, there's a difference between just a songwriter and just an artist, but like, you know, I, I think when people, I see stuff on Instagram when they're like, whoa, well, like Morgan didn't even write this song or like, or like, man, Zach Bryan writes all of his stuff by himself with no writers. He's a real artist and stuff like that. I'm like, man, Morgan's out, Morgan's out here traveling six out of the seven days a week. He's got a kid. He's, <laughs> he's the kind of artist who all of us songwriters crave to work with because he's the one who gives us a career. You know what I mean? So like, oh, wow, it gives me chills. If you had if you had if you had a billion Zach Bryans who, you know, all wrote their own stuff, which is fine. You know what I mean? Like respect to Zach and that, you know, that he's very talented and can do all that. But if you had a bunch of songwriters, if every single songwriter on the charts wrote their own music, you would not have songwriters. You know what I mean? We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have careers. We wouldn't be able to do what we were born to do. And so like people like Morgan, who's like, Hey man, like I used to be able to write most all the songs on my album. Now I'm traveling. I got a bunch of stuff I'm doing. Um, I would love if like you would help write some of these songs or like, you know, he's always like, please send me songs like so I can hear them because like even if I didn't write them, I just want the best song. That was the whole thing with last night and stuff like that. And like HX5 and a couple of these other ones that we did is is he heard him and he was like and I was scared. Like when I first came in the industry, when I first did HX5 with my buddy Blake, I sent was that the it. First, sent, was that the first Morgan song you wrote? Yeah, that was the first, that was the first like big cut that I had. And so um, me and my buddy Blake, we used to write every single Monday together. We still do. And, um, and so we, I sent that into my buddy, uh, Michael G and Greco. He's, he's the best A&R guy publisher in the world. I, you know, um, he's at big loud, my company. And, uh, you know, he showed, he was like, he's like, send me some stuff. And I sent him eight, six, five. And, and which was originally nine, one, nine. It was a, it was a North Carolina. <laughs> And so, um, but, but when I sent it to him, I was like, yo man, tell Morgan that he can have a third of this because I know that most people want to write their, write their own songs. Cause like at still at this point, I wasn't in the industry yet. And I was like, okay, we probably have a better chance of getting a song cut. If, if, you know, an artist is a songwriter on the song and, 
Morgan hit us and he's like, bro, I don't like, did y'all get your bags? Like, I respect y'all's craft. I respect what y'all did. And like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend like I did something I didn't do. Um, He's like, I respect y'all and I appreciate y'all writing this hit song for me. And I'm like, yo, dude, I, I appreciate that for sure. <laughs> I was like, that's fire. That's, that's so real. And so, um, and so ever since then, it's just been one of those things where like every, every song that I had on the last uh, Morgan, album, he was so busy with his dangerous tour. I mean, his tour was insane. Um, I mean, it was, it was nuts. He was playing almost every freaking day for a year and a half. And so, um, Autzen songs that I had, um, they were all co-written, right? So like, uh, they're all co-written and now with Morgan, they're all outside songs. So it's one of those things where I'm like, if Morgan didn't take outside songs, I would have literally no career. I would have no hits. I would have, you know, it's just one of those things that we respect those artists who are so are secure enough in themselves to know what they want to do and portray, even though they didn't write the song and they're not they're not scared of people being like, You're not a real artist. They're confident enough. Whereas a lot of these artists, they feel, you know, it's like even even that thing I saw uh Country Central posted last night, it's the whole Walker Hayes and um uh, Zach oh, Bryan yeah. stuff, you know. Oh, <laughs> Me too. I was like listening to this song. I'm like, is this the first country diss track? But <laughs> I, you know, I truly I give creds to everyone in the industry because you are subject always to you want to be the best and you want to push yourself to be the best. But the people that are the best are the ones that don't take everything for themselves, you know, and accept and want, know that there's other people out there that have great minds too. It's not just you. You don't have to specifically be the main writer on a song for that song to be yours. 100%. Yeah. No, yeah, no, that's, that's very, very accurate. Did yeah. you ever, did you ever pursue a singing career on your own? All right, listen, <laughs> I was, I was young. Okay. I was young. I didn't know. I, uh, when I was, when I was like, you know, 14, 15, I wrote my first song and I went and long story 14 short. 14 or my, 15? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, when yeah, you yeah. started writing? Well, no, I started writing when I was 13, 12 or 13. I started writing poems for my, for my eighth grade girlfriend. I still have the notebook. I found, <laughs> I found it the other day. It's, it's, it's rough. It's, it's a rough look for you, boy. But through that my my buddy's parents did music and they're like you need to come play this open mic night and at this place called Puckets and if if none of y'all ever heard of Puckets if you come to Nashville you need to go to Puckets right around because it's just like you know it's one of the Nashville things to do it's you'll come and you'll just listen to a bunch of people tell like sing their songs and stuff it's a good time and um and so I played Puckets and it was a horrible song right it was a terrible song but it was the first song I ever wrote and the demographic there was all you know, it was all veterans and like very blue collar and stuff like that. And the song that I had written, uh, it was for my grandpa and it was called Veteran because, you know, I was like, he's a veteran. That that seems like the title would make sense. And so literally the hook line, my grandpa's a veteran. <laughs> but but, you know, when when these adults, when these like, you know, 56 year old people saw, I think, saw this 15 year old singing a song about their grandpa, who's a veteran, it. I don't know. I got like a standing ovation and all that stuff. And they're like clapping. They're like, yeah, they're coming up. They're like, oh, we got to meet you. We got to meet your grandpa. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like, this so, is my chance. This is my shot. Yeah, I'm going to be famous by the next year. And so, um, and so anyways, I, I, um, I signed with a guy named Ken Rainey to do an artist project. And he's been like, you know, a second father to me and stuff like that. And, and so, um, 
he uh he actually like let me in college I only had classes on on Tuesdays and Thursdays um because on Monday Wednesdays and Fridays I had to deal with him um and I was writing on the road like at Starstruck and a couple places on Music Row I was I was writing every Monday Wednesday Friday and so um and so we recorded an album when I was like 18 19 and, and we, it came out when I was 20 and uh I thought I was just I, I thought I was the hottest you know I I thought it was the coolest thing I like went and did these photo shoots with these tight shirts on oh I saw Oh, no, don't do your research yeah it was uh it was rough and then uh when i was like 23 24 i was like oh man being an artist i could not i could not do it it ain't for me like i i go on the road i'm i'm gone pretty much two or three weeks out of the month you know what i mean so it's like i see how much these guys are gone and i'm just like oh, i just can't you know i don't know if i can do it we go out sometimes and people like oh is that guy like you know can we get a picture and stuff like that and it's like they always do but i'm like in my mind i'm like i don't know if like i want to be at harry potter world and you know snapping a pic with somebody next to you know green god's bank i don't know if i want to do that you know i want to be hanging out with my fam and doing this well actually speaking of harry potter i heard from a little birdie uh t phillips that you may have a little obsession with harry potter all right, listen, listen, Tate. I don't know. I don't know who gave you the right to be spilling out this information, this personal info, but uh, I may have a slight Harry Potter obsession. Yeah, I, I might, I might have have a uh, a mantle full of Harry Potter goodies with thirteen wands and and all the books and and, and maybe a, some maybe some pictures of Harry Potter in your studio, possibly. Maybe some obscene pictures of Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy in my studio, but that is not. That is not to be held against me. It was actually a fantastic birthday gift from my buddy Blake, who I told you about a Road 865 with. Um, it was a Christmas gift. And so, you know, I'm not going to not put it up in my studio. You know, I mean, what kind of friend would I be? You pray you know? to Harry Potter at night when you're... Woo, I do. Me and Harry. Me and Harry. You get it. Um, when did you really decide, like, wow, okay, this is something I really want to pursue as a career? I mean, because... You know, you go to, obviously you've been around Nashville your whole life. So you've been around the music, but a lot of people, it's like, there was that one thing that finally they were like, okay, this is, this is what I'm going to do. Did you ever have this moment that really made you decide you were going to pursue songwriting? Yeah, I did. Um, so I went to Belmont, as I said, and uh, at Belmont, you had to take, um, well, you had to go to these little events. I forget what they call them, but um but you had to get like 60, you had to get like 60 hours of whatever it was. And, and one of them was um, a talk with, uh, it was listening to uh, Josh. Uh, what's that? The guy, the guy who sings um, like uh, you, uh, Long Josh Black Moore. Train. No, 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 no. Long Black Train, that guy. Josh. Uh, jo Josh, Josh Turner. Turner. Thank you so much. So Josh Turner was coming and he spoke to a bunch of Belmont students for this for this event and he was talking about that song and he was like he's like man I knew the second I was making a difference because I was at a show and it was one of my first shows and Long Black Train had come out just come out and I was doing um I was doing this meet and greet and uh and this woman came up to me and she was in tears and he was like oh man and so she's like hey I know you know you probably don't know this but um a couple nights ago I was planning on taking my life and then your song randomly came on the radio and it kept me from it made me want to like you know try again and live and and all that stuff and and he was like that was the minute I realized that my music and the things that 
we write can make a difference in someone's lives and I was like dang <laughs> you're like I'm in you know what I am in a hundred percent and so you know my first my first hit uh was definitely not a, a life-changing make you one of those kind of songs it was what was it, your first hit last night full of full of sexual toxicity and wait and was that your was last night your very first like hit not any of these other ones that was my first radio hit yeah Oh, wow. So you were just like, it was just like, boom. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy first hit to have, but, but yeah, so, so that's what, that's what made me want to do it. Cause I was just like, oh, that's, yeah, the that's... lyrics, the lyrics in last night, it took me, uh, took me a little bit to kind of understand some of them, John. I, I don't know where, I don't know where you get that dirty mind from. I don't know. It wasn't me. I'm going to blame my other writers. <laughs> it was, uh, so, so yeah, that's, that's Josh Turner. I, we, we can all we can we can put the blame on Josh Turner for okay for, sounds good Josh uh it's your fault um what what do you think the best part of your job is um best part of my job is honestly like I get to you know it's kind of like um it's kind of the bittersweet type thing um I travel a lot and I think it's so cool you know um when you first start traveling like this is so neat you know I I go to I go on the bus a lot of places like I've gone to Canada and and up uh, you know St. Louis and uh and uh out to LA and Miami and stuff like that and um it's really fun to travel and see all these new places that you haven't seen um but I have like you know my whole family's in Nashville and like this is a lot of artists kind of be feeling this too it's like um I got my family in Nashville I have a 7-year-old sister um I have two little cousins in high school um so it's like being gone a lot like i've had to miss yeah it's bittersweet because i've ha I've had to miss out on some things i really wanted to be there for like my sister had some like dance recitals i had to miss out some piano recitals um my uh my two cousins uh you know they they play sports and i've had to miss out on big games and stuff like that and it's some it's one of those things it's like you know the you know the the, the switch off of um the sacrifices of you know the give and takes of of what we do in the industry and, and traveling and stuff but you always try and, you know, balance it well and remember that, you know, I feel like this is my purpose and I want to, you know, I want to try and make a difference in someone's life. And then and, you uh, realize how lucky you are to get to have this as a career. You know how many people would. Dude, you know how, how many days we come in and we're like, we sit there and we'll just sit and we'll just start, we'll start just smiling and laughing. And you and, like, you have to realize, like, look out on Music Row, all these people, they just want that chance. And you, so it's almost like, you almost do you ever almost feel bad like why how am I feeling like this like I want to be home when I get to do something that people would die for yeah yeah you get the guilt you know you get the guilt for sure because you're like I remember how bad I wanted I remember I remember how many times me and my buddies broke down because we we're like god bro we're never gonna make it because we were like out here you know what I mean and yeah. um and so I'm like people I know how bad people want this and so, cause I was kind of late coming into it. Like a lot of, a lot of, you know, you see a bunch of these guys now, like Bailey and a couple of other guys who are like 22 popping off. Um, Dylan Marlowe, who's like 23, 24 with his first hit. I'm like, I'm like, dang I'm like, I'm like, bro. Like Even I was Josh like, Ross. Yeah. Josh Ross, all this stuff. All this like I, I was 28 when I got my first hit and I'm looking at all these kids. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm late. Hey, I'm well, like, John, you should have got on TikTok earlier. Hey, that's where they all started. <laughs> I didn't have TikTok when I was a kid, you know. They had MySpace, and ain't nobody, ain't nobody listening to John Byron on MySpace. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's um, 
Yeah, I don't know, but but yeah, we sit there and we're like, bro, how crazy it is how crazy it is that we get to do this for a living? It's for wild. A living. Like it's so nuts, man. Your your mind, your creative, you know, like it literally, yeah. Um, so going back to the song last night. So what was your I remember when that song was released. I remember the day, I think I mean it was it was already popping off, but what was your reaction? when you like got that call, you're watching the charts, you're watching TikTok. I mean, you're watching all these things and this song is just skyrocketing. Like what is going through your head in this moment? Oh man, it was, it was surreal because, because, you know, I had, I had a song on uh, the Dangerous album, album with like that I thought was, was going to pop off um, and be a single and stuff like that. And then it wasn't. And so, you know, at that point you kind of, I got the mentality. I'm like, all right, nothing's given, nothing's guaranteed. And so when, when last night came out, um, they actually they, it came out in like a three pack, and it wasn't the one that was like really the focus track. Yes. There was a song called "I Wrote the Book" that was the focus track, and I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I was like, is my song even gonna get the look or whatever? And I was actually out here in LA during them too, and uh, I'm sitting there, and every day I'm looking, and it's like Spotify most played, like hot, like hot one, everything else. I'm like, I'm like, dang, dude, people be like last night. I was like, this is wild. And so, um, and so when I was watching it go nuts, I was like, me and my buddies, me and my buddies, uh, Charlie and and Jay Cash and Ashley were all texting. We're like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I think people like this, this song. Like, I think I think people like it. And so, and so, um, you know, we were just giddy with excitement. It was so cool. Like, even you know, Ashley is telling he's like, I, bro, I've I've written seventy number one songs, and this one is the craziest one that I've written. My buddy Jay Cash, who's written massive hits for you know sugar by maroon five and attention charlie pooth and like all these big jason drew all these big things he's like bro i've never had a song do what this song is done and ashley's like he's like i'm gonna tell you right now he's like it's a it's a rough song to be your first hit because it, it might be all down from here so i was like i was oh, like really I, really just threw you in with the wolves yeah he oh, did wow I, I was like no nah, it's not it ain't gonna be but but uh, it, it's definitely been really cool. They just, yeah, they just, uh, my buddy Mike just sent me this thing that's like, it's like the 10th or 11th biggest Hot 100 hit of all time now, which is, it's so nuts. And I mean, you're ranked, what are you ranked? Six on Billboard Songwriters 2023? Yeah. So all from that song. I know it's nuts, man. Yeah. That one and that one and think about me and a couple, you know, we had. You're like, I promise, I, I have other good songs too. I have yeah. other. <laughs> too but yeah that's that's usually like whenever i go play writers rounds that's always the one that's you know that's always the one that people really love yeah um what do you think your favorite one you've ever written was like your personal favorite easy answer easy answer so we did this song on morgan's last album called 98 braves and oh that's uh, my mm, yep okay keep talking sorry that's that's one of my favorite songs just because like this the lyrical content and just how we did it and you know, shout out to my buddy Josh Miller and Travis Wood. Um, Josh came in with this idea. He's like, well, I have this idea called 98 Braves and and blah, blah, blah. And uh, he's like, he's actually, I, he's like, I was in the room with someone, with an artist the other day and I tried to write it, but he had already written a song called 95 Braves or something like that. Um, so he's like, he couldn't do it. And so we did it. And, um, you know, it's it's just been one of the coolest things because, you know, people are always like, this song is so crazy. I mean, it's like, it's like this song is like how I feel in my life and like it's really yes. connected, you know, that stuff. And and so it's been neat just as a baseball fan, too. Like, I mean, I got my Dodgers cap on right yeah. now. Um, But like, you know, as a kid, I went to Braves games with my dad because it's the closest we have, you know what I mean, down in Atlanta from Nashville. 
And so I went to a bunch of Braves games and, you know, I played, I played as the Braves and the Dodgers and all that stuff growing up on my little Nintendo 64 Sammy Sosa game. So it's like, uh, it's it's been such a cool ride with that song too, just because I think it's it's he played it at like the Billboard Music Awards. And I all saw that. that. It's so such it's kind of, a it's such a comparable song to so many people's lives. Like you said, yeah, it's about baseball, but it's not just about baseball. Yeah, right. Like the lyrical genius behind it, and the way when you can take a song about baseball, a song about baseball, and compare it and make everybody feel like they're listening to something like you said about their life. It. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite by far. Just, yeah, I'm proud. I'm proud of that one. Um, and kind of to to bring this to an end, I would say, you know, what you've lived a very in the past what three years, two years, you have it's been a whirlwind for sure. Um, do you want to? But it's all been country. Do you? Are you gonna? think about breaking into any other genres um you know what yeah we're i'm i'm trying i'm out here in la right now and in the last like two years i've been out here doing a bunch of stuff and so uh i work a lot with with my buddies charlie handsome and, and jay cash out in la doing some stuff because so like if, if y'all don't know um so ashley gorley is like one of the most accoladed songwriters in history has He's 70 songs and um and then um charlie handsome he actually started in as like post malone's producer and song co-writer and like jack Carl, you know first class oh. yeah and then you got a uh, jay cash you know you just want attention you don't want like sugar yes please yeah bro these guys are out here oh wow and so and so when i come out here um charlie and cash are out here and, and you know we, we we mess around we do a lot of stuff and and so we've been doing like obviously i won't so who I've been working with and stuff, but we, we've been out here doing a bunch of stuff out here. That's, you know, hopefully going to uh, see some light in the next, you know, a few months or a year. And, and uh, I think there's some exciting things uh, to come, not just in the, in the country world for sure. Um, but obviously like country is like the man, you know, it has the place in my heart because, you know, I'll never stop doing country music, like writing songs like that, writing country songs is different than writing any other type of song. It's, yeah. you know what I mean? stories you get you get the the close personal connection with people it's it's just yeah it's just different well that was my kind of question was you go from writing certain types of melodies and country and then you go to these different genres and pop and it's like how do you it's you have to almost shift like Uh think you have to use a whole different part of your brain to it's just different. And so, I mean, but, but credits to you for being able to make that shift and try, you know, and just mess around with the sounds and harmonies and all that. It's, it's, I don't think a lot of people can do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm lucky to to be surrounded with people who, who help me and encourage me doing it and all that stuff and support me doing it. So um, it's, it's definitely not just been me. I've definitely had mentors who have, you know, taught me how to do it and everything, but yeah, I mean, I grew up, I wasn't even really listening to country. I listened to like, you, know, you, got, like, you got that swag you got that you know you 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 talking slang as i've noticed yeah yeah like rob a jewish stole taylor make me a girl <laughs> like like you know what i mean like they see me rolling that's like, why I, I had no idea you were from nashville yeah man i know oh uh, yeah i used to be where i used to be wearing my boots and jeans every day and all that stuff and uh, we got a farm and everything um what do you wear so now we, your jordans 
Okay. No, I'm not like nah. That's T. Phil. T. Wears Jordan. I'm a. I'm on a air. I'm on a Air Force One kick right now. But mm. uh, but like I yeah, I was I was high topping and I was high topping in some J's with at, your skinny at, jeans. I'm not wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> I got I got some pretty. I got some baggies on right now. Some pretty oh. baggy. I got the parachute pants. I'm bringing. Oh back. no, no, we can't do that. Yeah, you're definitely in L.A. But um, John, just to kind of bring this, wrap this up. You know, I always like to ask people that have been on a journey and have seen things and really kind of went through the processes that a lot of, especially young people that are on the rise, um, are going through. What piece of advice or the best piece piece of advice you've received? What would you want them to know? You know, someone wanting to maybe do something in music or just what would you say to them? I say um, if you want to do stuff in music, um, one of the best assets we have now is, is YouTube. That's where I learned how to that's why I learned how to uh, play a guitar and, and write songs and stuff like that. And I just started doing it myself. And and if you're serious about, it, you know, come to Nashville, come come see some writers rounds, meet some people. There's always people to meet. Um, There's always things to do. Um, but but. If you really want to do it, uh, just do it and work harder, work harder than, um, you know, you got to work. You, your work ethic has to, to be as big as your dreams are. You know what I mean? And so it's like if you ain't working hard enough, um, you ain't ever getting there. And so it's one of those things that I, that's kind of the biggest thing that I've lived by. It's like if you want something bad enough, you better be working for it because because um, it ain't just going to be handed to you. And I always like say that. the journey is just as important as the destination. Because that journey teaches you, even if you have to scrub floors in a studio, just so you can lay down some, like, just no matter what, like that journey is going to get you and make you successful at that destination. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like Seth England, who's, I don't know if y'all know Seth England, but he's, he's the brains behind Big Loud. Yeah. And signed, you know, Morgan and Floor George Line and stuff. He, he would go out front and pull weeds whenever. (laughs) Yes. Company. And they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just pulling y'all's weeds for you. (laughs) it's the people that scrub the toilets it's the people that will do anything because they want it so bad a hundred percent you're never too good to do the little things never never for sure so so that's what i would say i'd say do it put the hours in if you really want it um and just work hard and 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 don't quit you know keep your head down don't quit because if you want it bad enough you'll you'll get it yeah Uh, well that's really cool i'm john i'm so glad we finally got to talk i mean i feel like we've been we've known each other for years a couple years now but we've never actually got to talk um but thank you so much for doing this and I think this is you specifically um I was talking to a few people and and they were like I think John should be one of your first artists or songwriters on this um on this segment so really really glad you agreed to do this and I hope everybody guys I hope you learned something from this and I hope this gave you a better understanding into the world of music and these songs we're playing on the radio that you're listening to every day how much goes into that Uh, I think it's really important to give credit where it's due so John well thanks thanks so much for hopping on and enjoy your time out in LA write some bangers so yeah Benny, I appreciate you having me. This was obviously a pleasure and an honor to be to be one of the first ones on here. I'm I'm, st- <laughs> I'm stoked. I'm stoked for you, and I'm stoked for the channel and 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 the show and all that stuff. And and uh, I appreciate all you guys for listening.